Are you living the crazy life of a sports parent? This is Sports Parenthood, the podcast packed with cool conversations with sports people, coaches and professionals for rookie sports parents just like you. You'll hear nuggets of gold in every episode with your hosts, fellow sports parents, John and Tiffany Bonacera. What would you do if your child got offered a sporting contract? How would you feel? It would be a pretty special moment. Well, imagine this. What if your child gets offered two sporting contracts in two sports on the one weekend? It's exactly what happened at the end of last year to our guest on the show today. In our conversation with sports mum Nicole Dennis, she talks us through this very situation when her daughter Heidi got offered contracts with both Brisbane Raw FC and the Queensland Academy of Sport Reds Rugby Sevens program at the same time. What's going to be best for her? How's it going to work being a dual contracted athlete? Is it even possible? These are some of the many questions that were racing through Nicole's mind during what she describes as the most exciting and mentally draining time. You'll hear about Heidi's early years in sport, where she showed natural talent from a very young age, and the one attribute that has really helped her to stand out. Plus, how Nicole and her husband have sports parented all four of their kids, including how they've had to fine-tune their approach over the years. But let's start with that moment, the one they didn't see coming. Still blows my mind and, you know, things are still, you know, popping up, but it all sort of started at the end of last year. So with Heidi, she's always just been a natural sort of sports person, right from the very First time she, you know, we put her in little athletics when she was um, five. She just, she was just fast. She ran all, won all the races. She was just coordinated. She could do everything. She picked up all the skills really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, did really well with little A's um, nice. for a long time. But then she, you know, she got to school. She you know, entered like team sports and played a lot of team sports and really enjoyed them. She also did, like with school sport, did cross country and swimming and um, you know, was at the, the top of her game in all of those as well. And we just thought, wow, you know, what, what have we created here? You know, yeah. she's just going really awesome. well. You know, it is. It well, was. Well, given yeah. you're a heptathlete, maybe there's some yeah. gems there, hey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give yourself some credit, Nicole. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, she tried all these different sports and towards, um, you know, after playing hockey at a high level and and that was sort of one of her sports that she'd sort of, um, chosen and athletics. They were sort of the main two ones. And then soccer, you know, she thought, oh, I want to try soccer. So she tried soccer. What, what age did she start playing soccer out of interest? Well, <laughs> there's another story. She started <laughs> playing soccer. She wanted to try soccer when she was seven. So we put her in with the boys and, you know, they play on a quarter field. And, you know, she there was this her, her and this other boy who would just blitz that, you know, they'd just yep. dribble and shoot understand. and dribble and shoot. And they'd just, you know, they'd take over the whole team, which, you know, we sort of had to, okay, you two come back and let the others go forward. <laughs> um, and then, then there was an Olympic Games in that year after uh, that first season of her soccer and she saw me watching hockey because I'm a hockey player. Mm. So I was watching hockey and she said, oh, I want to try that, Mum. And I was going, yeah, you beauty, let's go and play hockey this season because <laughs> none of us are soccer players. Like my husband, my dad, my, like none of it. We're rugby union, you know, all the way and, you know, what's this soccer? And dad <laughs> jokes about, you know, all oh, that round ball game. Um, so, you know, soccer was never in it for us at all. But anyway, so off we went to 
to hockey. And, of course, you know, she's playing hockey with all these girls that are like three years older than her and keeping up and scoring goals and just, you know, blitzing that as well. So she went through hockey and was really good at hockey and got to a few, you know, uh, rep teams high up. And then she went, so when she was 10, then she said, oh, I want to go, I want to play soccer as well. So with then we were juggling hockey and soccer for a good few years, you know, through the rest of primary school. Um, just as she got into high school, uh, there was a program up here with the QAS that was um, just starting um, to give uh, soccer girls a full-time program. Um, mm-hmm. That started at under-13s. And the two years before that, they'd shown interest in her going and representing Queensland in the uh, the championships down south. Yep. Um, so when she sort of was just on the border of being able to do that. Then she was called into the team but then got an injury and didn't actually mm. make it to, Which does to that nationals. Yeah, mm. but, you know, that's, yeah, that's life. <laughs> that's sport. It is. And, it is. Um, yeah, and anyway, so she stayed with the QAS for a good few years and she, through high school, you know, her brother, um, one of her brothers has um, was always playing rugby because being us being a rugby family. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he's always played rugby and she always wanted to, you know, jump on there and play. And with Little Athletics, um, there was another uh, girl who was with her who was also pretty good at, you know, most of the events as well. And, but, you know, we used to joke with their parents um, because they're a rugby family as well, you know, wouldn't these two be, you know, really good at um, rugby sevens? They'd just... You know, they tear up the field and we joke about it, but because they were so good at athletics, we didn't want them getting injured. Um, yeah. So we sort of kept them out of it. But as time went on, um, Talia did go off to play, um, yeah, rugby and, and and did pretty well, but then she got injured as well. And so that sort of put me off as well, like letting Heidi oh, yes. um, yeah, try rugby sevens because it's she you know, had her athletics and had her soccer and she was a really high level and, like, yeah, she was, you know, being looked at from all these people. So I thought, no, just, you know, just... Just stick with this and see, you know, how far you want to go. Anyway, so what year are we in? 2022. So probably 18 months ago up here in Queensland, we had the first Rugby Sevens school sport tournament and it was sort of um, like an invitation only. And um, our school uh, just sort of started because our rugby program was trying to grow. They were trying to introduce girls to rugby sevens and just starting up this program and, and Heidi was you know pretty much the one who was behind it or trying to get all the friends yeah let's play rugby yeah I'm going to play at school so <laughs> she was getting all the friends in and um yeah and they had a just a good rugby um day rugby sevens day with um uh, one of the other like you know neighboring schools to us Nice. So that was her intro to rugby sevens. She, you know, just got out there and played and loved it, loved tackling and loved it. You've got to love that it. strong contact. Oh, you do, if don't you, you? If you don't enjoy the contact, it's <laughs> rugby No, that's definitely why it's pretty scary. And, yeah, and a lot of the girls didn't like the contact. Like she had a few of her soccer friends and, and her athletics friends in there and basketball friends who are, you know, they, you know, even though they're contact sports, they're not It's a big full shift. On, it it's is, not it a, is. It's really not a collision big. sport. That's no, how that's exactly right. It. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she um, she just loved it though, and just wanted to keep doing it more. And um, yeah. So then that following year, which was last year, um, like I said, the school sport had introduced rugby sevens, and I said, "Oh, Heidi, you know, do you want to um, trial for this?" And she said, "Oh, no, no way, no, no, I'm not good. I don't even know how to play. You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> know the rules. I don't know, you know, this, that, or the other." So. 
I got onto um, one of her most influential teachers at school who happens to be the rugby coach and said, hey, this is happening. Do you want to just um, see if Heidi's interested? I know it'll be better coming from you. <laughs> anyway, Absolutely. so. Yeah, so he said, um, he asked Heidi, you know, this is coming up. Yes, exactly the same thing as what I said. Um, of course. But she comes home <laughs> that day better. and says, oh, hey, Mum, I think I might do that Rugby Sevens comp. I've gone, oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay, good, really? all right. So, yeah, so filled out the forms. You've and let off the cut out went. of the bag now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, I hope she doesn't hear this now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she went off to that team and the coaches there were pretty amazed with, you know, how good she was for having not played at all. Well, just that one, you know, that one yeah, day tournament one with day. a bunch of school kids. Yeah. And anyway, so she made that district team and then uh, made the regional team and then competed at that invitational carnival that they mm-hmm. had last year. And just so happened that the um, the Reds and the Australian selectors, scouts, I suppose you'd call them, were, you know, hanging around. And, yeah, they just saw her straight away and just snapped her up and, yeah, joined her in with the emerging QAS schools. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she went so well in the first couple of weeks with them that they put her straight up with the, the women, Reds. And Oh, wow. Yeah. So then wow. by the end of the year they were, yeah, offering her a spot in that in, at that level that and which happened squad. to be exactly the same weekend as when, yeah, um, the soccer, yeah, came and said, "Hey, do you want to come and train on with Brisbane Roar?" And and yeah, and then pretty much, yeah, two two contracts in the the one weekend. So how does that work? Well, I guess we've got to say one thing. Yeah, these are good problems to have. Oh, they are. Firstly. I know that's what my friends firstly, kept telling like, me. But I'm thinking, having, oh, no, having yes. choices is always exciting. Yes, um, it is. doesn't mean it's easy to navigate at the time. Oh but, no. But having choices is, a, you know, to be fair, is probably the spice of life, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. To be wanted yes. is, yeah. a, is a positive thing. And if you can maintain that positivity and, you know, and make your decisions thoughtfully, as I'm sure you're about to share, yes. it's um, it's an exciting time. And we don't want it to is. make it sound like it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's not. It, it's, it, it did get a bit overwhelming there, you know, for like probably oh, a couple don't of days. Doubt it. Um, but, you know, I just had to. You know, Paul was off at work and, you know, he's distracted by work, whereas I, I was at home trying to, you know, do book work and trying to <laughs> do my normal Become thing. Become yeah. a sport, it was, be a sports manager. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tough gig. Yeah. How did was. she respond to, to having that happen? Well, she was excited and she was just, yeah, up there for the ride. Like, you know, she, you know, oh, I've been off. Really? And just yeah, just total shock in, in um, with each one because, you know, like I said, we, we just didn't really even see it coming. Um, with soccer, we thought we were, she was getting overlooked all the time and um, even though our coaches were um, pushing her forward, they just didn't seem to be too interested. And we thought, oh, well, we'll just, you know, just, yeah, just keep going through the motions. And, um, yeah, she still liked playing soccer. So she's, and she had a great, you know, she's had a great team with um, QAS and mm-hmm. the, the girls in that team, are, you know, have been amazing for her. They're a really good and tight mm. bunch of girls because they've been playing together for a couple of years now. Which is um, great. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, so she still enjoyed it. So, you know, that sort of wasn't really a problem for her to, you know, it wasn't like a grind, oh, you know, I'm you know, working hard and I'm, you know, not getting anywhere, but she yeah. just enjoyed it so much that, that you know, it wasn't really a problem. But and Probably you know, comes through in the way she plays, I'm sure. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. Can Nicole, can I take a step back? Um, isn't is someone like Heidi? Did she have? Because obviously she's shown talent from when she was quite a young age. Did she have particular goals herself moving through, or was she the type of kid that was sort of, uh, you know, throw a hat in the ring? You and know, just wanted to play everything. Yes, and I'm keen enjoy to understand it. that. Yes, Heidi's a very complex um, young lady. <laughs> she um, to start off with. You know, she would have a go. She was always super shy. Like I remember taking her to the shops um, along with her siblings and she would just sit in the trolley and, you know, uh, I'd sort of, you know, because I had four kids in a trolley trying to shop, um, oh, you know, geez. they'd have a. I'd, That's a sport well, in itself. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I'd yeah, have, uh, you know, they'd have a. Up the <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. The two boys, yeah. You know, I would get them a thick shake, you know, to sort of try and get them through at least, you know, the the bare necessities of grocery shopping. Yep. And she just would not talk to the lady who was giving her. Everyone, all the other kids would, you know, say hello and thank you and and she would just sit there and stare and her mm. head would be down but her eyes would be up just glaring at, um, you yeah. know, anyone who'd try to talk to her. She just was, you know, really shy. Mm. But as long as we were around, she would do things and, and give sport a go because, you know, with the little athletics, as you know, you know, you go around with, you know, your kids mm. and you have fun mm-hmm. with them and teach them along the way. So that was mm-hmm. a really really great introduction for sport for her but yeah still shy but if she went out onto the field play a game you know that was okay too because she was out there just doing her thing and I think because she picked everything up so easily it it just just felt natural for her yeah and there's also a a greater level of acceptance when when you're new to something and you go out there everyone says oh wow Heidi's good and yeah it it becomes easier to you know become part of the team Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and she had that very easy. She didn't have to try very hard at all. She would just go out there and and do her thing and be <laughs> pretty, pretty nice. good at it. natural yeah, athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but yes. clearly, aside from natural athleticism, she's obviously got a great work ethic too. She's navigating now year mm. twelve, and obviously an yes. academic workload that uh, is enormous, as we know, for, for having children ourselves. And in the, yeah. the intensity of the training loads and navigating all of that how is she coping at the moment yeah well as you know like the years only just started mm. like with the raw um she just started with them at the end of last year so she's pretty much been training um all the way through the christmas holidays with them mm-hmm. for four and five days a week and a couple of bits of rugby sevens in there um yeah and i've been sort of we've sort of been gearing her up um, you know, when school starts, you're going to have to really do this. And school was quite worried because she's not the best academic student. Mm-hmm. She doesn't manage her academic time very well because it doesn't come easily mm. to her. Yep. It's not, um, you know, it's not something that she wants to yep. um, invest get a lot of time at. into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So she does have to um, work hard to sort of just keep. Um, her head above water Mm -hmm. not to say that you know she couldn't do it if she didn't try but she's just more interested in her sports stuff and that's her priority in her head understand Mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah it's it's been a challenge for us in the school to try and keep her interest Mm -hmm. in schoolwork yep uh so yeah so they they at school they do have a couple of spare lessons which um, yep. A lot of the kids are now going home and studying, whereas mm-hmm. I'm telling Heidi, no, you need to stay there to 
get some of to it done. To catch up on things. Yeah, and get the support that you I need. Absolutely. Like, like the teachers you. that, yeah. And then they're not having to yes. do it after hours as it's, much. No, it takes that's that right. Especially when you don't have the after hours well, time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say there's no, there's no, <laughs> yeah, after, no after hours. hours no, you're right. Yeah, because you'll be eating, sleeping and breathing. <laughs> Nicole, yeah. I'm really yeah. interested in, yeah. I, I appreciate that it's a, it's a current situation for you. So, you know, you may not be able to go into great depth, but how yeah. are both the RAW and the mm. QAS managing Heidi themselves? Are they in a, in a position to, to work with one another to ensure that her loads are not too big? Um, yeah, are they talking? It's been a really um, big have challenge. you been open with them about the situations that Heidi has? Mm. How's that working? Yes, we have to be very open with Heidi and both the sports. And they've, uh, it's been hard to navigate at the start, but I think. It's, it's happening well now, yep. now that it's coming to the end of the season. Yeah. The, the physios have been talking. That's um, good. Luckily, they, they know, knew each other before. That's, so that when really they got helps. reconnected, mm. it does. It's, it's helped a lot, especially with the loads, because then it can keep the coaches doing what coaches do. You Correct. know, if, if she's there, you know, she she's does there, a but full they've load. got a plan. Yeah, that's right, exactly. And the gym programs are. Um, very tailored to her and the different sports. So she might do like a lot of the technical leg stuff with um, the raw and then with um, the reds she'll do more upper body yep. and that sort of thing. Um, Which is perfect. Really, that's good you know, to hear. Yeah, that's right. It, it does. It works really well. The physios are all over it and they communicate then with their coach mm. and just say, you know, she's here or she's not here for the logistics side of it with the, um, yeah, with the coaching I guess. Um, so yeah, it's it's been the physios that have um, yeah, interesting. really um, communicate. They've they you know, have meetings about her specifically and to see how they can they plan should. and mm. um, and juggle. Yeah, she's yeah. A, she's a long term been... proposition for both sports. They're both vying for her though. So, yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but the allowances there are that she, that she does have time on on her site. Mm. She's she's not yes. old. She is yes, a, that's right. a potentially 10, 12, 15 year prospect yeah. for them. Mm. Yes. And, and yeah, so, definitely. you know, it's really important to navigate her carefully now mm. and, like and allow is, her to yeah. do the things that excite her. They're still getting benefit from her playing sevens at soccer and mm. from and from her playing soccer at sevens. So mm-hmm. it's a, yeah, exactly. how they deal yes. with it themselves is going to ultimately help Heidi decide where she wants to go. Mm. That's right. And we thought... With, when they both, you know, came to the table and I had them, you know, sort of pulling me in each direction, I was thinking, how are we going to do this? How is she going to decide what's going to be best for her? And it was pretty much not until the, the very last minute that we that we found out that she could actually do both. Right. Because Absolutely. of the natures of each of the, the sports contracts. And codes, yep. Yeah, that's right. Because um, they're both not full contracts. Yep. They're sort of both um, development contracts yep. and um, scholarship contracts. Perfect. So, yeah, so just while she finishes year 12 and decides, you know, um, and explores, you know, more rugby sevens, because that was her main thing. You know, she, she loves her soccer, but she also was just discovering that she really loved rugby sevens as well and had still so much to learn. So, really wanted to just keep that door open and but not you know waste you know the last few years that she you know developed playing soccer I think it's a really interesting scenario because um I think it's really great to hear that she's basically um you know on pathways to professional sport but she's still for want of a better word hasn't really specialized yet and I think that's a good thing to hear from you know a sports parent's perspective that you know you can 
obviously uh, there's, there's not that pressure to go in one direction or another and it's so um, good to hear that both sports are sort of supporting each other and supporting her together. Like that makes That's me the most feel important part. kind of happy, you know. Yeah, because as I'm sure, uh, I know we're only scratching the surface at a superficial level, but it's a, Nicole, I'm, I, I imagine that when it first came it was unbelievably overwhelming and you felt an urgency to make decisions quickly and and over time hopefully you've been able to, you know, for want of a better description, calm the farm and say, <laughs> okay, we, we can still we can still do these things mm. and, um, you know, there's some longevity in this. Oh, mm. exactly. And you can use those words with those sports and say, well, you know, if, if you're going to push us too hard, we, we won't be able to do it. Mm. Our priority at the moment is her to continue enjoying both sports, continuing to develop, learn and grow. Probably. And also she's got year 12. Yeah. And we want to get through that and make sure that she um she finishes year 12 you know the way she wants to mm. and then we can then we can start to make mm. some decisions beyond that yeah mm. that's right mm. we have a least perry moment <laughs> yeah it's a little yeah. bit yes that's what oh. a lot of our friends have been yeah sort of saying you know oh you i'm know, sure the they next have <laughs> Elise perry but yeah that's um well, we look forward to the heidi dennis book in years to come oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's cool. right it would be i'm looking forward <laughs> to the heidi dennis book because i'd really like to know oh. sometimes what's going on inside her head <laughs> oh, oh, i don't doubt it yeah. hey wouldn't we all yes <laughs> oh, that's such a Good we, point. We have focused really hard on your daughter Heidi at the moment, but you're actually the mum, as you mentioned, of four teenage kids. How important has sport been in your family? And second, like, let's be honest, tell us about the logistics because <laughs> we've got two yeah. and we can't handle it. Yes. <laughs> oh, you handle oh it my fine, gosh. I bet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, sport's always been an important part of um, both Paul's and my life. Um Paul lives out on a bit had lived on, out on a bit of acreage when he was younger so he would he's got the the best endurance I've ever seen in a person who doesn't do too much sport and when I say mm. that like he mountain bikes every he used to mountain bike to and from school every day mm. and all that incidental fitness yeah exactly yes which is you know really um, been a, a big part of his uh, work ethic actually just being able to you know endure his um, profession as a plumber yep mm. So, but yeah, sport in, in my family was always pretty important. My dad loved sport and as soon as I came second in my first race at um, school back in grade one, he had me in little athletics and that was my, <laughs> that was my. He funneled you yeah, in straight away. Right. Nicole goes well. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was always um, a big thing in my life. He, was, he loved his sport. He loved his rugby union at school and um, amongst other things, swimming and things like that. So, yeah, it just it was um, it's just a uh, – and I happened to sort of just, you know, take it on board as well because I, you know, love sport and I don't know if it's, you know, an innate thing or if, um, you know, a conditioning thing. But either way, it's, mm. it's been a really, yeah, sporty life, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And how did you, how have you, and I know you've got kind of upper sort of into into the early 20s children now and sort of coming sort of down into the teenage years, but there would have been a few years there that there would have been crazy. Could you give us a sense of the craziness oh, because yes. it sounds like all of your kids were <laughs> yeah. involved in sport. Yes. I hope you got a seven-seater. We <laughs> yes, have kids on the roof yes definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the boys, so I've got two boys, two girls in that order. Yep. And, yeah, the, the active, active kids, like, yeah, hyperactive kids. <laughs> 
and we I guess I used to just keep them busy all the time so like starting little athletics was probably our first port of call for sport and gymnastics Mm -hmm. uh like you know in the off season Mm -hmm. we do a bit of gymnastics because I knew how important you know both those sports Mm -hmm. are for for skills and coordination um yeah Mm -hmm. and then when the kid the boys got a little bit older uh my eldest son had a few issues with socialising. So we sort of came away from the more structured uh, sports and went to circus school. Yes. Oh, yeah. How yeah, interesting. Where he could sort of be let go a little bit more and and that really yeah. worked for for them um, for that time. Mm. And But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, cool. it, was, it was really good. Yeah, they got a lot out of it, and we, you know, I look back on their videos now, and, and they look back on those videos now, and, and, and they're pretty, they're they're good, they're they're funny and entertaining. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, they didn't do it for too long, definitely. but it was just enough time to sort of get over, get through those yeah. stages of their development, um, and then they, you know, yeah, sort of came cool. back, and then as they grew, they sort of oh, we tried to channel them into sort of same sports, but um, they sort of would branch off <laughs> and then, of course, Paul yeah, and I would branch off and, you know, sort of branch off yes. with a couple of them and take them to where they needed to go and then come back together, at, you know, yep. at night and, yeah, and collapse yes. on the floor and think, okay, mm. we got through that one. And download yeah, your day. that's right. And what's, you know, yeah. what's next? So, you know, I'd take two somewhere or and he he would take one somewhere and I'd have the three somewhere else and, yeah, it was a lot of, um, it was definitely a lot of communication with us sort of during the day. Like I'd be ringing him saying, mm. hey, so this afternoon, are you still right to, because, yeah. you know, as a, a plumber, he, he wasn't yeah. sure what time he'd finish, you know, what time, you know, jobs mm-hmm. would finish. Naturally. Yeah. So uh, just a lot of communication with Paul and I and then we'd have We'd call on our um, our parents as well occasionally to um, just in case. That's right. Yes. 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 The ones you can't quite plug. Yeah, that's right. There's also times too, you know, like from school, there'd be other parents who'd be going in the same direction, so they'd you know take them. Um, I'm just thinking of um, yeah, hockey times when you know. Kai would have rugby and Paul would be home for late from, from work and I'd have to drop him to rugby and then the girls would go, you know, with their friends to hockey and then Paul would meet me at rugby and then I'd go and get the girls and bring them home and, yeah. Totally. Yes. Yeah. We get it. So, yeah, it, it's it's just a lot of communication. Do you look back at it, like, as I know that they're sort of at that upper end and, you know, they, they've got their driver's licence now so they're sort of able to kind of do a lot of that themselves, but do you look at that? fondly now oh, i mean i know yes. that it was kind of sounds like you get through, if you missed it yeah get through the day and you collapse because you know you you actually got there in the end and there's no kid left yeah, you know stranded right. somewhere because you've worked it all out but you know do you how do you how do you reflect on that time? oh i love i yeah i do i love it i still love it and like heidi gets her license in four weeks time and i i'm really gonna miss as much as it just yeah. takes so much out of my day ferrying everyone around you know, it's and it's gradually gotten less and less. Well, when I say less and less, it's sort of more focused on Heidi and Matilda now yes. because yeah. they're, you know, they're the ones that don't have their licences yet. But, yeah, but it's still intense with Heidi and time-consuming, but it, that's just going to come to an abrupt end in about four weeks' time where she's going to be. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be yeah. interesting. So, so I might have a, a tidy house and my bookwork will be all up to date. Up to date. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, no, I've maybe. loved it. I've loved to- sport. I've loved watching them. You know, I still love watching them. And even, like, uh, my eldest, Bryce, um, is start or he's been doing uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a while and he's done a couple of comps and you know you still just want to go out and you know so when you know when you're when you're rolling and I'll you know I'll come and watch yeah. and 
Yeah, so yeah, I, I still always. Do they still enjoy oh, that? Yeah. Do they yeah. still? Yeah, but oh, I good. still like. That's good to hear. Um, oh, you mean me going along? Yeah, yeah do they still watching. like like yeah. you coming along to, to yes. watch them? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to hear. We won't get sort of dissed out of the kind of, no. you know, spending oh, all these years. Um, You're yeah. out now. <laughs> well, we haven't got that where we're hiding yet. She might say, no, you don't need to come now. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, no. We'll no, still be there no. because it's so, they still yeah, need that's us. right. And they know how much it, we love it, our exactly. sport. <laughs> yeah, couldn't tear us away. Yeah. Difficult question, Nicole, but how would you describe yourself as a sports parent? And I think when we ask that, what what we really mean is how heavily are you engaged in beyond the logistics and you know are you providing advice uh how do your kids respond to to working with you in a day-to-day situation that's a great question and i think it has evolved over the the years Mm, mm -hmm. i think at the start i was very full-on as in excited like i'm i get excited about sport i love sport it's it's just exciting and i yeah, mm-hmm. that's I just we get it. Yeah, so um, we get it. Yeah, so I think I was I probably and my kids probably aren't excitable types. They'd write, they'd sort of just look at me and okay. go, oh, "What are you so excited for?" You know, it's, <laughs> it's just you know, it's just a game of rugby, or if it, you know, I'm just I'm just running a race, or it's just discus, or but um, yeah, but yeah, that, yes. that's that's just me. But um, and I've sort of as you, your mm. children grow, you see how they react, and you sort of really, or I've had to really tone down, <laughs> um, my excitement and con- yeah, Which is and great. control it in. Mm. It's oh, hard, a lot of people that don't work it out. It Nicole. was hard, but from a really when I used to do little athletics, my dad would always come with me and he would help out and you know do the timing or whatever. And he, I'd often hear him say to me and to mum that you know, oh, so and so's mum, they were just screaming on the sideline, and then you know they come across the line and they'd be in tears, and they'd still you know, the parent would still be yelling at them, say he didn't do good enough or. Um, you know, and ah. I just I just remember hearing Dad say that, and just thinking, "Oh, I'm glad yep. you know Dad. You know, Dad never did that. He'd just tie me." And My dad's yeah, not that's like right. That. And he was very mm-hmm. casual, and um, always pretty much instilled with me. He'd always say to me, "You know, there are there are good winners and there are bad winners, and not to be a bad winner as well." So you know, even mm. though I was really excited when I won, I'd have to you know just. Not have to, but I'd, I'd remember what he'd said, and I know what you, you know, mean. Just you know, just be very, I guess, gracious in you know in my wins and gracious yeah. in my losses as well. And I, I'm hoping that I've you know instilled mm. that in my children. I think I have because they, yep. they're not either way. They're not. Um, yeah, particularly disappointed or no, particularly that's excited. Right, yeah, or they just take it's, it as it's part yeah, of their stride. It it's part of the it's experience. Part of the experience. Yeah. It is winning yes. and losing. Yeah, and I think that's probably Paul's personality coming through there too because he's quite. Um, yeah, calm and nothing sort of <laughs> phases him to oh, It's just a game. It's just good. Old, yeah, good that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's something perhaps for Heidi going forward that, um, you know, other people are going to start to get involved in analysis yeah, of her performances. True, true. And she probably, if I had a message, I would just say, no one, um, uh, you're not nearly as bad as anyone ever says and you're probably not nearly yeah, as good either. So you take the good press and the bad press all with a grain of salt, and you just keep going yes, on your own. Yes, that's right. I'm sure we're way. about to embark on that too. Yeah, you yes. are. You will be. You yeah. will, and she will be flavour of the month. Yeah, and and then and as you, as you alluded to, sometimes ride. an injury happens or whatever, and you just go right yeah. off the radar. It's hard. And you think, oh, hang on, wasn't I? Wasn't I going flavor well? Of the month. 
Mm. And it's that's why you just take yeah, it all with a grain of salt. Right. Mm. Good advice. We'd love to hear about some of the things you think you've done really well as a sports parent and perhaps something you would change in hindsight. Mm. Another good question. <laughs> uh, the good things I've probably done is um, let the each child sort of ex- when they express to me how much they enjoy the sport and gauge on you know their level and uh, draw my intensity on on that. Like if I can see that they're really enjoying yes. something, then I'll support that. But if I can see if they're not really mm-hmm. going towards you know, they're not really feeling yep. it, then, you know, I'm not going to, just because it's my sport, I'm not going to, you know, push them into it. But it, it did mm. take a little bit to um, to fine-tune that. Get to that. Um, especially having, you know, mm. four kids with four totally different personalities. Yeah, personalities. and then as they grew, different That's sports. really hard. Yeah, that you did know. Some sports I did know and then some sports I didn't know because I was pretty involved with um, a few of their sports um, and letting them letting them find their own way um, in their sports too and not doing too much for them. I think I, I did that pretty well, um, letting mm-hmm. you know, letting them navigate their own experience and their journey through their sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably didn't do it too well yep. at the mm-hmm. start. Well, I, it, that's hard to say because, you know, they're only little and you're sort of you're guiding them and, and that. But as they, as they did yeah, get you, older, you, you know, yeah. you, you, they sort of, you know, would express their like or dislike for a sport or an event uh, an event and yeah okay. engage it on on that well mm. recognition of that's yeah, really is, important definitely mm. otherwise they're just not mm. going to it's got mm. a, it, it really has to come from them they've got to drive their own their own boat through through their sport i, I feel Absolutely. Mm. Well, speaking of which, sort of coming off the back of that a little bit, you mentioned earlier that you were a competitive athlete yourself and uh, particularly in the um, heptathlon or as a heptathlete. Have you found yourself sharing stories from your own experience as an athlete with your kids? And if so, how did they feel about that? Because we've yeah, sort of had our received? own situation with, um, you know, you know some, yeah. some stuff that we've had in our experience, but, you know, how like, it falls Yeah, yeah that was yeah, last century. Yeah, yeah, I do get that a little bit. Um, we, yeah, I do share um, some of my experiences with them and as – you know, you know. However well it's received, I've sort of toned down in in the years, like um, um, you know, through my experiences. But yeah, that I try and keep it light and try and make it not serious. Like you know, if I'm telling a story, it's mm-hmm. it it can't really have an agenda. So it might be able to be related mm-hmm. to them at the time of what they're doing, mm-hmm. but it, I'm, I try yep. to make it like an indirect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, story to maybe they'll be at the, that they're receptive that to. They yeah, can draw that's their own right. conclusions yeah. on. Yes. Yeah. So just keeping it light and keeping it. It's tricky. Yeah, not serious. Like just, just yeah, just throwing this out. Oh, when I used to do this, you know, this happened. Oh, and the, you know, and mm-hmm. then you share a you know funny story about another athlete. Oh, I saw an athlete who you know did this and it didn't turn out well for them. Or you know, just you know, just keeping it yes. light and just. You know, sort of a matter of fact type of things, not sort of sitting down lecturing them, saying that this is what I used to do, and my coach used yeah. to tell me to do this, and this worked for me, and yeah, it just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we <laughs> we know we definitely we know. have learned that because <laughs> we've been living under a rock since 1985. Yeah. Apparently, we don't know anything, so we don't give any no, advice. That's right. no. You have to sort of put it on to them to find out information as well, like from their coaches and try and, yep. you know, like if I know, especially with rugby and Paul telling 
Heidi, you know, about rugby, you know, mm-hmm. just like, you know, on, in the car on the way home could be that he, he's seen the way that they've been coached now. It's, he said it's totally different to, you know, what yes. he used to do when he was playing. So, you know, it could it be is. the wrong advice too. So as, as, as long as you're getting them to, you know, see for themselves or ask, you know, just oh, when we were, you know, this is what we used to do when we were young, but just ask your coach if that's, you know, if that's what you do now or if that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And Yep. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Giving them that independence and yeah, yeah. guiding them. Mm. Yeah, well, and they'll learn better if they're wanting to know. And hearing it from their coach is going to be probably As more. you alluded to oh, already. Yes, yeah. so much better. Yeah, the, the same message, different voice, it always helps. Yes. Not only are you a, a mother of four and running your own business with your husband, Paul, you're currently a sprint coach in the school environment. What advice do you have to help? our kids develop a little bit of speed. Because you have mentioned, Nicole, previously that that's one of the things that has really worked in Heidi's favour, having that speed and probably the thing that one of the things that Makes has... Makes stand out. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, speed is one of Heidi's um, big strengths and it does make her stand out. And, yeah, and I guess um, the age groups that I have or the levels that I have is probably more important. My... That my sprint groups are just the just the kids at school who want to compete for school, mm-hmm. um, yep. and I'm there to try and you know make them a little bit faster because speed, running and speed is just so important for so many different sports. And like I tell you know my primary school squad especially, you know you might play soccer or you might play netball, or you might you know uh, swim or anything like that. That it's it's really important to be able to to switch on your speed. Um, and I try and keep it casual for them and not make it too serious mm. because yeah. um, otherwise it just turns them off because, you know, let's face it, sprinting isn't, you know, a fun thing for the <laughs> primary school kids to, you know, do you know, on repeat all the yes. time. So when they are switched on, you need to get a, the message across that mm. you know, fast feet are, are really important and, and making that effort for this really short time really count. Um, yes. And I guess that's what I I try and instill in them so that, you know, when they're racing, because, you know, all kids just want to be fast, but if mm-hmm. they can just switch on that extra 1% or 2% and hear, mm-hmm. okay, fast feet, I've got to get my, you know, this is Hot speed floor. and this yep. is my maximum effort between here and there. It's only a short time and I've just got to, you know, it's, mm. it's you know, about winning the race and being the fastest. And if they can just switch on just for that 10 or 15 seconds. Mm. That's exciting. Yeah, that's right. And they understand yeah. that type of message, as you said, fast feet, fast feet, you know. Yeah, that's, what that's they're thinking. right. Yeah, yes. Or, you know, yeah, yeah hot floor, like in yeah. your like previous Ruben said. episodes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I use yeah, that yeah. often, fast feet, especially going, doing hill sprints, you know, just instead of trying to lope up the hill, you know, doing, just making sure you, you're fast, your feet are fast off the ground. Mm. Yeah. Well, it takes your mind off the pain too. <laughs> you're yeah, focusing that's on right. something else. 100%. <laughs> That's half the battle. Yes. Um, Nicole, you've had lots of experience as a sport parent, you know. uh, We've covered some of them today, of course. But what's the hardest part of being a sports parent, do you think? Oh, wow. Injuries. (laughs) Yeah. I think injuries are the hardest part. And thank goodness, touch wood, we haven't had too many injuries yeah navigating the the low parts you know the high parts are great and Mm. can be exciting can be overwhelming 
but certainly the low parts. That's the probably the hardest part. And like you know, it happens, and it's a good learn learning tool to have. You know, lows in your sporting. You know, no matter yes. what level. Mm, um, mm. because it can't be, you know, it can't be all roses all the time. So just, yeah, I guess navigate navigating the low times, whether it is injury or not playing or sitting on the sideline mm. or, you know, losing. Yep. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's right, or not making a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be. And just, you know, the talk and, you know, if your kid goes quiet, you know, that's harder. Like, you know, do, do you need to talk more or do you not need to talk more? Or, um, yes. Yeah, because you're not sure what's, you know, what's going on, you know, whether they're wanting yep. you to keep talking or they're wanting you to just um, leave me alone. <laughs> Mm, so really they're, they're, the, they're probably the hard parts. The the times when you you're not sure, you know how far to yeah to yeah to keep push. inquiring or yeah. pushing yeah to see where things are at. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing around injury, particularly when they're a little bit younger, is you're not feeling it. That's right. So you can only base it on your own experience with your own body. And sometimes, you know, the parallels aren't there. Mm. It's a completely different injury or feeling mm. for that individual. Yeah. And pain tolerance is something that's individual as well. And you just don't know, do you? No, that's mm. right. It's and so then hard. sometimes you have kids who try and, you know, push through their injuries. Correct. And, and hide know, it. And you don't know that they're, they're as injured as they really are. Mm. And, you know, you're you're on the, the high of, yeah, let's keep going and, and you know, you they're not telling you everything. So, yeah, I guess when they don't tell you everything, that's that makes it really difficult. To wrap up, and this is a difficult one, you've given us lots of nuggets here and there already, but if you only had one piece of advice for sports parents, what would it be? The biggest piece of advice would be let your kid try lots of different sports and really listen to your child, be led by your child and see where their strengths are lie and what suits them and where they're most happy because when they're when they're happy and loving what they do they're going to be doing their best that's gold thank you for listening to this week's episode of sports parenthood please leave a review share with your friends or visit our website sportsparenthood.com.au to connect catch you next week